What's going on, Patriots? You're listening to the Republic Restored Podcast. I'm Joe. That's Anthony. You can find us on Twitter at RPublicRestored. That's R-P-U-B-L-I-C-R-E-S-T-O-R-E-D on Twitter. And on Instagram, you can find us at Republic Restored. Um, so we had a pretty good, uh, pretty good week this week. Like we said, it was action-packed. Yeah. Uh, Shitstorm, to begin with. And to um, finish, uh, yeah. I mean, fuck it. And to finish, right? Just pretty, pretty good, place. pretty good day the other day. <laughs> Which day? <sighs> they were all good days. The acquittal, where I thought that I had a a functioning air horn, and I blew it out the window. I was a functioning air horn, and um, it it didn't it didn't actually function. So that was that was a bust, and yeah. I had no fireworks or anything. There were actually a couple people shooting off fireworks in the neighborhood, which is pretty cool. Um, when I say a couple, I mean like a couple fireworks, not a couple people. Yeah, well, yeah, they are illegal. They are illegal. Law-abiding citizens. Um, yeah. So the uh, the shit show, the Iowa caucus. <laughs> I mean, what about it? It was rigged. Uh, Mayor Pete cheated and still almost lost. Okay, Mayor Pete paid for the fucking app. Yeah, just about. Um, <laughs> and uh, it can't do math. I I don't listen. I don't know how the app was supposed to work. Apparently, it was supposed to be where they take the 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 pay. I, I, they don't use ballots, right? I don't know what they use. Uh, be perfectly honest, I, I don't, don't know either, how and work. I don't care. I don't know how it's an outdated work. system. It's yeah. stupid. But what well, anyway? Anyway, the reason Pete wanted to win it so bad anyway was because he misconstrued the word caucus. But the the way it was supposed to go is they were supposed to take the paper and they were supposed to upload the paper into the app. I guess the app was supposed to record the data. Right. I and don't it, I don't really know. And it recorded shit. It didn't do anything. Didn't do nothing. It li- did literal nothing. Right. So they didn't know what the fuck was going on. Much like the people running for office. Yeah. It and their constituents. Um so uh yeah, it did bullshit. The app didn't work. They had a hand count the ballots. Um We still don't officially even today is Friday, February seventh, when we record. We still don't officially know who won, I think. Right, without a shadow of a doubt, we don't have an actual set winner of the caucus because what had happened was they um what had happened on thursday they were at like 97 percent of the precincts of the pre of the precincts reported and then tom perez the head of the dnc comes comes out and says uh that they want to re-canvas. They want to re-canvas the, uh, the precincts. You yeah. made it all the way yeah. to 97%. Now you want right. to redo it? Right. Um, actually, I believe they were at more like closer to 100% than 97. So I think they were like 99.7% <clears throat> or like at 100. And then Perez, whatever the hell his name is, comes out and says he wants to redo this thing. Which took a week to begin with. Yeah. So. <laughs> what I don't understand is you expected it to take. Like three hours to get it into the app to begin with, and then after about three or four hours, when you realized it wasn't working, it then took you four days. Yeah, I don't understand. But all week the Bernie people were basically bitching that Bernie was getting screwed again. Well, and it's true because Bernie had the higher numbers going into the Iowa caucuses. He was expected to be the clear-cut winner. Right. After the polling and everything was done, he showed... He was supposed he to win by as if he was a few points. On top. 
Right. Yeah, he's supposed to win by a few points. So the whole week while they were um, counting these ballots or whatever the fuck they were doing, I we're just gonna say we're doing. just gonna say counting ballots. They could be they could be fucking like uh, dividing chicken guts like the ancient Romans. I mean, I've, I don't know what they did. Yeah, but the whole week. Bernie's people were bitching that, you know, Bernie was getting the short end of the stick. It's the DNC fucking him again. So then did you did, did you see the quote-unquote final results? It was a tie. Yeah, 28.1 to uh, 28.7 to 20, 26.1 to 26.1. Yes, 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 yes. Or 27.2 to 27.1, something like something that. Something like that. It was yeah. a tenth of a point between Pete and Bernie. Yeah. What? Um and it was also hysterical that in the beginning, um, once everybody's buzzes wore off after it looked like, you know, these results weren't going to come out, um, these campaigns start releasing their own numbers. <laughs> well, they're all giving victory speeches yeah. before they even started counting the Like ballots. a bunch of good Stalinists that they are, they all show themselves winning by like a decent amount. Well, didn't Yang give a victory speech? Yeah. Klobuchar gave a victory I, speech. She finished with 12%. She did. She did. She did. Um, the biggest... Oh, I'm not upset about any of it, but the biggest upset was Joe Biden. I yes mean, and no, yeah. I mean... Well, upset in terms of... You would think he is the establishment, establishment mainstream, front-runner, Democratic choice for the nominee. And he came in third, fourth? Fourth. Fourth place. I, I think they're pivoting toward Warren. I think they realize that Warren is their best chance to beat Bernie. Well, um... I think they were originally trying to pick a... The DNC was originally trying to pick a candidate that was their best fit to beat Trump. But now I think they're playing small ball, to use a baseball term, and they're trying to pick the best candidate to beat Bernie. Could be. Because right now, if you look at it, the Democrat Party is split into two factions. It's split into three. One mainstream, two socialists, slash Antifa, slash communists. And then you and have, like, three... the Club Utah Yang people who don't oh, really know Oh, that are, like, milk are. toast. They want, like, uh, I don't know, fucking technological oversight. And yeah, they're just like trying to, like, fit Basic in. income and yeah. all that shit. Right, Yeah, they're just right. trying to they're fit like in. The, they're like the milk toast, boring at cocktail parties. Right. Yeah, they're not the communists that want to throw us into gulags that are very controversial and edgy, and they're not the establishment people that fall asleep at 7.30. In the right. right. So here we are. Today is, like I said, February 7th. Um, as we record this right now, in New Hampshire, there are seven Democrats on a stage um, vomiting all over each other, and they still don't know, technically, who even won Iowa. And right. on Tuesday, voters are expected to take the polls in New Hampshire, not even knowing whether or not the candidate that they want to support was a winner or not in Iowa. You know, Iowa always prides themselves on being, you know, the first primary in the nation. All the, all the time when it comes to presidential elections, they're the first primary in the nation. So, um, what was the next date Did you, that you just said? New Hampshire. New Hampshire? Um are they technically, since we have no definitive results from Iowa yet? Oh, no, the show goes on. They're technically the first state if they yeah, have definitive results. Technically. So, congratulations, New Hampshire. Yeah. You made it. I mean, Nevada might end up being the second state in two weeks. Because mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on with Iowa. But yesterday, the president... Was it yesterday or this morning? The president did tweet out um, that as long as... It was today. As long as he is the president, Iowa will 
remain the 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 first the, the first state for campaigning. See, now I never got this. He called whole it a thing. great tradition. A great tradition. I never got why it became a tradition, why it's continuing to be something that we do. Um, let's just have a campaign season and campaign anywhere you think that, that is politically expedient. You know, Iowa wouldn't, Iowa, out of all the states, wouldn't exactly be first on, first in my, to think of a state to go and campaign Oh, I agree completely, yeah. First. Yeah, it's very random. Very, extremely random. But you figure if you're going to do New York and L.A. first, you're going to fly over Iowa twice. You might as well just hit it. Right, just hit yeah. Iowa and Work then, your way out. Yeah, you could go to the East Coast, yeah. then you could go back to Iowa, and then you could go to you yeah. go to the West Coast. Yeah. And then at least, you know, these people are old, they need a break, they need to get out of the air and get their land legs back. Well, um, the, the Iowa's perfect because everyone's close to home. Right. Everyone's equidistant to their primary care physician. Right. That's why Iowa's great. And Joe Joe Biden, he gets flustered yeah. after a while. So, you know, he, he's being led around by the arm by his handler. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he needs some land legs, a little bit of uh, buffet, you know, lunch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he could just, I mean, if he lands in Iowa, I'm, I'm waiting for him to just mix up every single state he goes to now. I wonder what state he said he was in tonight. You know what? That's debate. a great question. I'm sure that's going to come out. I'm sure he said he was in like... He might still think he's in Delaware because he He, did, instead of going to New Hampshire, he did go back to Delaware. Right. And he had a quote-unquote meeting with his team. You know, and that that could be solved so easily. Hey, Joe, we're in New Hampshire now. Hey, Joe, we're in Florida now. Hey, Joe, we're in North Dakota now. Hey, Joe, we're in California now. That could be solved so easily. He doesn't don't, have to fucking faux pas after faux pas. He always faux wears pas. F- faux pas. <laughs> faux pas. Faux pas. Faux pas is completely Fupa different. Faux pas is yeah, not what you're looking for. Completely different. Fat up pussy hair. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> um, why don't. He always wears a long sleeve shirt. Why don't he just write the state that they're in on like the inside of his wrist? Right. In marker. Like in, sh- like in Sharpie. Yeah. I, just a thought. Yeah, somebody should just like slip him a note, something he could like a uh, like um. Why don't he have one of his coach strings? Why don't he have one of his staffers in the back of the room, just with a sign up? New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Right. right. Yeah. Fupa. Yeah, you can't circle it on a map because he don't know where the maps are. Right. Where the states are. Where the on states the are. Um, Speaking of that, did you did you see um, Don Lemon, Don Lemon's beautiful little. Uh, five-minute piece on CNN with his two cronies there basically bashing Trump supporters, saying that Trump supporters don't know, wouldn't know where Ukraine is on a map right? if you put a letter U and a picture of a crane next to it. I, I did see that. And they were using these southern accents to describe all Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. They were saying, I don't know where the Ukraine is with your fancy book learnings and your... Listen to me, motherfucker, Okay. <laughs> We do know where Ukraine is. It's uh, up your fucking ass. That's where it is. It's where uh, Joe and Biden's guess kids are. Joe Biden's son is working. Guess what? John what? Kerry's son is working. What happened on Monday with your friends and their fancy math? Huh? 
<laughs> counting all the papers. The fancy numbers. And yeah, your fancy fucking numbers. It took you five days to count it up, you piece of shit. And we're still not there. Still not there. Um, And it was funny. Okay, so now going into the acquittal, um, they had moved the acquittal vote for Wednesday. Uh, we keep calling it acquittal vote. That's not what it really was, but that's what it was. They moved the acquittal vote for Wednesday. We were talking about, wow, the acquittal vote is going to be right after the State of the Union. How is he going to give his State of the Union speech, you know, right before the biggest day of his presidency? And then this happens on Monday. Going into the State of the Union, and we still have no idea who won Iowa. So now instead of the Democrats and the mainstream media pushing the narrative of how's the president going to react to... His, his acquittal vote tomorrow, they didn't say anything because they were petrified that the president would shit all over their Iowa caucus results. They couldn't open up their mouths. No. Period. We had Monday was the caucus. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuesday was the State of the Union. Mm-hmm. Wednesday was the acquittal vote. We had two major historical events. Uh, actually, uh, you know, they were historical events. The State of the Union speech that the president gave on Tuesday was one of the best speeches I've ever heard, hands down. It was emotional. It was heartfelt. This man loves the country. He loves Americans in general. Um, when when he gave Rush Limbaugh that award, um, Presidential Medal of Freedom, I teared up. Who didn't? The best part about that, even better... Than obviously presenting the great Rush Limbaugh with the presidential medal of freedom, he forced the Democrats to, to attend the attend ceremony. his awarding ceremony. Right, that was the best part about that. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, and of course, the, the Democrats found reason to shit all over Rush Limbaugh getting the award. Maybe he's this, he's that. But you know what? Have you looked at Obama's track record of who's been given that award? Now listen. I'm one of Ellen DeGeneres' biggest fans. I'm a little on the fence about her until she had Hillary Clinton on the show the other day. I understand where she falls politically, but she was never the type of person to really tout it. Well, with Ellen, for me personally, I don't care where she falls politically because you could just see she's a good person. She's an excellent person. I love Ellen DeGeneres. But she was never the type of person to tout her political beliefs. Right. You always knew where she stood. Right. But she never threw it in anybody's face. She never made you feel less than... And then the other day she has Hillary Clinton on the show. It's a little blip on the radar for me, if you want my opinion. But, um... Where was I going? Oh, right. She gets the presidential medal of freedom. Brain fart. Yeah. She gets the presidential medal of freedom. I mean, I understand that she's a big-time celebrity. Came out of the closet. It was very hard for her to do. But what did she really do? To besides deserve that her, award. Besides her philanthropy. She did do a bunch of philanthropy. But Rush Limbaugh does also. True. True. Just because he doesn't fall in line with the Democrats' beliefs, they want to poo-poo all over the whole Well, thing. he gave Joe Biden the Presidential Medal of Freedom, too. Yeah. Um, For what exactly? For being his vice president? For keeping his mouth shut. Right. Shh. They, um, I, I mean, Joe Biden, like we said, doesn't know what state he's in on a day-to-day basis. Well, that's got, why the vice presidency was perfect for him. He was always in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. He knew exactly where he was yeah. at any given moment. It was just D.C. because they kept him locked up. Yes. 
Well, that and his son always had Air Force Two to go to Ukraine and China. True, so he, so couldn't, he, couldn't, really, he, he couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, he couldn't if go he anywhere. To. Right. Um, so State of the Union, he introduced one of the uh, well, president introduced one of the uh, last surviving members of the Tuskegee Airmen, pro- first black uh, Air Force pilot. Right. He um, and the Democrats. Essentially boot them. I mean, they might as well just boot them. They they, they didn't stayed applaud seating. Them, so seated. They yeah. stayed seated. They didn't applaud. Everybody them, so. got up and gave him a uh, a standing ovation. The man just turned a hundred. He turned a hundred, and um, I mean, this dude sacrificed a whole bunch. He just got promoted to brigadier general, mm-hmm. um, you know, as an honor. Uh, his grand his great grandson with was with him. What a great looking young man too. Right. Looks like a bright kid. And um I mean you could tell that they this man he loves the country. He gave up years of his life. He served in like four wars. Yeah, right. He served in World War Two. Um served in uh, Vietnam. Which also means that he must have served in Korea. Yeah. Uh so three or four wars. This guy is a real, he was a real stand-up sort of guy. He was the most and, American person in that room the other night. And he, and the Democrats stayed seated for him. They didn't give him any love. Nope. No love. Nope. You would think, the man, I don't, I don't see color, honestly. I see achievement and dedication and honor and values. Um, the, the Democrats see color. You would think an African-American man, um... Getting promoted to brigadier general when he's a hundred years old, uh, he was—he's one of the last surviving members of the Tuskegee Airmen. Uh, with all of their history, they were really treated kind of terribly in World War II mm-hmm. by the own by their own top brass. Yep. Uh, and and he's one of the people that just stuck through it and and fought and continued to serve afterwards. You would think he would be the number one person they would stand up for yep. and and give a uh, a round of a round of applause for. Well, how a about standing the, ovation. How about the young woman who got the scholarship? Oh, from the to her too. Her too. They didn't even applaud that. Her too. I mean, they're really despicable people and it shows. They got no problem hiding it, especially when um I don't even know who it was. They were chanting something at the president. I don't even know what they were screaming. Uh, they probably had some sort of slogan already made up eight hours beforehand. Um, they all they 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 went around. They they passed around the memo, and uh, they all decided we're gonna chant after he says this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, as if none of that was enough. At the end of the the at the end of the State of the Union, of course. She had to go and make it about herself. Mm-hmm. Speaker shreds a lot. Goes ahead and rips up her copy of the President's State of the Union speech. Which broke the law. An actual law, yeah. Right. Aside from hearts, it broke an actual law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that, that's, um, that's property of the House. Right, that's property of the United States federal government. Yeah. Um, it is a historical document, considered a official historical document... As the Speaker of the House, she is a custodian of all official documents. Yep. Um, and as a custodian, she broke the law by destroying slash manipulating the official document. Oh, yeah. By tearing it in half. Um, and then she says that it was a like spur-of-the-moment decision to do that. Right. She... 
Bitch, there's video evidence of you pre-ripping the papers. There is video evidence of her practicing ripping papers. Practicing? Practicing. Well, like in the ladies' room? Like, I believe it was in her office. Uh, oh, you don't know about this. You no, didn't see this. I didn't see that. Okay, so there is a video that somebody snuck a video of her practicing ripping sheets of paper long ways, short ways, all different kinds of ways. She wanted to see which was more effective and which was easier for her for her very uh, fragile brittle hands. hands yeah. Very brittle hands. Um, so she went ahead and she uh, she ripped the paper, broke all in the process. Nothing's going to happen to her. Um, no. I mean, listen. She's going to have enough to deal with the next few days because... Her own party is good, definitely going to turn around um, and probably force her to resign. I know the Kevin McCarthy already is looking to f- force her resignation. Um, it's only a matter of time till her own party does it for dropping the ball so big on the impeachment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if there's anybody who deserves it, it's Nancy Pelosi. I mean, even if you look from a Democrat point of view, you know, she dropped the ball on impeachment. She's acting like a child. There are Democrats calling up C-SPAN saying that they're not going to vote Democrat ever again. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Because she was acting like a child and they were all acting like children who didn't get their way. I mean, she said it was a spur of the moment thing, but, you know, it's really it's really tough to control your actions after you had a couple shots. Yeah, I she she was like mumbling to herself. I don't yeah, know what the fuck she was, was going her on. Her lips were moving. Nothing was nothing was coming out. She's a show of her own. Right behind the president of the United States every year. Her eyes were bugging out. Her left eye wandered a couple times. Did it fall out? I think it, I saw it fall out. Uh, yeah, it fell out into her lap, and then she had a she had a a bottle of uh, Poland Spring, and uh, she just cleaned it off and just, just popped it right back in. Popped it right back in. Yeah, she's a she's a show all on her own. That it was woman. it was uh, it was wandering for a little bit, but uh, she she got she got back to it, and then she um, she leaned and she took another another yeah, shot another the, shot of the JD. The president actually took a uh, another copy of the speech the next day, and um, and signed it and presented it to the house so that they could keep it in the archives to replace the one that the that she ripped off. She ripped. Oh, off. so her copy was a legitimate. It's not just a simple. It's not just a simple fact that it's an official copy of the... It's an official document. It's an official copy of the State of the Union speech. That is her it, copy. It it's was, addressed to, it I believe the, it's addressed to her. Yes. It is the House's copy yeah. of of the State of the Union. Yeah. So, she, uh, she destroyed the House of Representatives' copy of the State of the Union. Yeah, and she says it's because he snubbed her when he walked in. Oh, because he didn't she, shake her hand. Yeah. Well, Aww. if you look at... I mean, you look at the video, and he never even makes eye contact with her to uh, to even see her hand get extended. But it was quick. He already he already was turning when he she... never had any intention to shake her hand, no. nor should he shake her hand. No, because Not after all literally, of this. thanks to her, the next day he was facing impeachment. He was facing remo- removal from office the next day because of her. She really gonna get a handshake? That's one. Two. She's supposed to introduce him to the chamber. She didn't do it. She's supposed to say whatever her line is, my esteemed honor, privilege, the president of the United States. Didn't say it. Right. Didn't say it. Because she's supposed, she's supposed to hit the gavel. And she didn't. Didn't happen. So she wants she she wants to have her cake and eat it too. But you know what? She's going to get her resignation. She's going to get to retire. And she can live out the rest of her days um, selling out 
liquor stores in the D.C. metro area. Or she can just uh, open her own liquor store if she wants. She may be good at it. She knows She's all the different kinds. She got all that money that she stole from the government. I mean, the people. I mean, what? Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, we had the shitstorm of the caucus. We had the State of the Union address. Which ended up being a shit show. Right. Shit show at the end made uh, made about made all about herself mm-hmm. by Nancy Pelosi. And uh, She turned the state into the she turned the State of the Union into San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, pile of shit. And um then we had the we had the uh, probably the greatest day out of all of it. The acquittal. I mean the I Mitt Romney is a real piece of dog shit. Coming out, what, two hours before the vote, saying that he's going to vote against the president. So then I'm watching the vote, and on Article 1, he votes against the president. I'm like, all right, you fucking piece of shit, whatever. But then the president gets acquitted on Article 1, mm-hmm. as we all pretty much expected. Article 2 rolls around, and I'm not even paying attention because it hit a certain number, and I'm like, in my head, I'm saying there's no yeah, way to get yeah, two-thirds. It's no, physically yeah. possible. I'm not even going to pay attention. And then I look at the final vote, and it was 53-47, not 52-48. Right. So I said, wait a second. And what I thought was right, Mitt Romney voted in line with the Republicans yeah. on Article 2. Not guilty on Article 2. Exactly. What? I guess maybe he felt he had to take a principled stand. Um, or did he just see that he wasn't going to win by joining up with the Democrats and figuring I mean, that he, he had to have known. Face. He had to have known there was no winning that anyway. I it, it, I really wish he would have just voted guilty on Article Two. Right, just to be consistent. Just be consistent, he, bro. Just, he he did that so that he could say that he that he had some sort of principled stance. Principled stance. I don't want to attack his religion, so I won't. <laughs> don't. So I won't. But it was bullshit. You, I, j- just vote guilty on both. And then the the whole day on Thursday, he's getting praised by uh, CNN, MSNBC. They're all coming out saying, "Oh, that was that was such a uh, that was such a bold move by Mitt Romney to you know to to vote outside party lines." And no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. The guy's got no love in his own party. He needs somewhere else to go. This guy's flip flop parties multiple times in his career anyway. So you you had people like uh, Don Jr. tweeting to expel Mitt Romney from the GOP. We should. I mean, he let him run. To, let him run for. Uh, let him run to hold his office as an independent as, next as time. an independent or a Democrat. We all know that he has. Uh, Democratic leanings. Well, of course, because him and McCain were both doing whatever the hell they were doing. Yeah. He who shall not be named. Um, Yeah. No name. Lord Uh, McCain the board. Then we had, after the acquittal vote, which, okay, there are very few moments in life and in history that give you the chills. The acquittal vote gave me the chills. Well, it was the morning after at the National Prayer Breakfast. That gave me the chills on Ronald Reagan's birthday when the president comes out with the newspapers and the front pages <laughs> of his acquittal and he's showing it off. And 
of all the times that the, the Democrats and the mainstream media want to want to want to fuck around and say that the president is uh, he's boisterous, he's obnoxious, he's this, he's that. This was the first time he ever legitimately was, and he had every fucking right to do it. Can we put that on pause just for a second? Yeah. Um, the uh, Pete Buttigieg, I just got an alert, said uh, during the debate that the killing of Soleimani uh, did not make Americans safer and he would not have ordered the strike and that the president has no regard for the military. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, it's complete, that's complete and total bullshit. This man was a butcher he, his actions resulted in the deaths of hundreds of Americans. He could have killed hundreds, maybe even thousands more in his in the future. Uh, it did make Americans safer. What would have happened if uh, we got into a conflict with Iran? Uh, their greatest general, Soleimani. Apparently you have Joe Biden standing on the stage saying that Colonel Vindman should be getting a medal, not Rush Limbaugh. The these Biden these, Biden has dementia. These people Bi- Biden really has are a mental illness. on another planet. He Biden is out of his Vindman should be getting a medal. He literally went on stage. Well, not on stage, but he went in front of the nation and lied. Yes. And he should get a medal for that. Well, I mean, Joe Biden got a medal for that, but. He should get a medal for that. Are are we fucking serious? It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, sorry. Continue what you were saying. I don't remember what it was. Okay. Good. Um, So, after the acquittal, we have the President of the United States announcing that we killed the leader of Al-Qaeda in Yemen. Um, This is a day after he was acquitted. And uh, meanwhile, the Democrats in Iowa still can't do first grade math. They would pass. They wouldn't pass a fucking first grade math test. And right now, Anthony is making a face while standing at his computer. I don't know. Tom Steyer said that the Democrats need to go after Trump on the failing economy. No, Tom, you're a failed businessman. The economy did not fail. You failed as a businessman. That's what it is. Could I mean, that's that? literally you, what it you, is. Could you read that one more time? Tom Steyer said that the Democrats need to go after Trump on the failing economy. Failing? Where is it failing? Where is the economy? No, no, all seriousness. Where is the economy failing? I don't know. Lowest unemployment in decades. Um, GDP is through the roof. Uh, Wages are rising. We have tax cuts. People are investing. Um, and, then, and then it says here that black and Hispanic unemployment is up 10% in the last six months. Job growth in 2019 was the lowest since 2011. This is a tweet from Dean Obedala. And where is he from? He's got his own show on uh, Sirius Radio. Sirius Satellite Radio. Okay, so we'll be replacing him on Sirius. So it's just amazing because they they the, the left literally comes out. Um, the left literally comes out and just says the opposite of whatever comes out of the White House. 
and they tout it as fact. Right, right. So, pre- so POTUS could come out and say that uh, cancer. The sky is blue. Yeah. And then the Democrats would come out and say, false, the sky is red. Right. That is an illusion. Uh, the president could come out and say, you know, cancer is really bad. We should find a way to cure cancer. And the Democrats are going to come out the next day and say that, you know, cancer is uh, just a way to control the population. <laughs> These people are. Out of their mind, out of, out of control. Um, so Democrats, they can't pass a first grade math test. And, uh, and they have no common sense. What failing economy? There is no failing economy. The economy is roaring. Um, but I think this, this gets into our next point. The stages of Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah, this is... I mean... Everything this week proves that it's real, right? I mean, you right. have this kooky woman tearing up the State of the Union speech. You got these people standing on a stage literally just screaming opposites of whatever the White House releases. Did you see on Wednesday outside of Capitol Hill, um, protesters were literally screaming into sewer grates? I didn't. Tell us about it. They were literally screaming to impeach the president. They were screaming it into the sewer. I don't know if they wanted help from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If you remember when Trump got elected, this is for real. If you remember when Trump got elected... They were screaming into the sky. So yeah. it only makes sense that when he right. gets acquitted of impeachment, they scream into the ground. Right. These people are kooky. They believe yeah. in like energies and shit. So, you know, scream into the sky. It went out into the universe. So now they got to scream it into the ground so that it goes into Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. They impregnate Mother Earth with their uh, with their calls for impeachment. Yeah. So there's several different levels of Trump derangement syndrome. Um, the lowest level, I would say, would be... Well, like the beginner level? Yeah. The beginner level of TDS... You know, the economy's doing bad. Trump isn't a great president. I don't think he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's I a don't mean. think he, he's mean. I don't think he's a nice guy. It's yeah. level one of TDS. Yeah, where it's like doubting. His... It is. It is when the it is when the illness starts to slowly take hold into the uh, into your neurological uh, systems. Yeah, the next the next level up from. From I don't really think he's a nice guy. He says some crazy shit. The next level up from that would probably be all the phobias, right? right? The homophobia, the xenophobia, mm-hmm. the transphobia. Right. Yeah, that that would be the next level. Right. You're, xenoph- you're, xen- you're xenophobic, even though you know the right. Um, we support legal immigration from all over the world. If people are. If they could support themselves and do whatever. We're not xenophobic. We just want the right people for the country yeah. to come in. We're not saying, um, I don't care if this guy has four master's degrees and three doctorate degrees. He's Indian, so he's not coming in. Right. We're not saying that. Um, we want people with degrees. Uh, That's the whole point of the vetting system. Uh, yeah, 100%. People we want people who here. can treat sick people. We don't want the sick people. Right. And I understand... That the Statue of Liberty says, give me your tired, your weak, weak your b- whatever the fuck it says. But these people mask. who were sick don't apply for legal citizenship and they come here and they get everyone else sick. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of sick, uh, the coronavirus that we spoke about last week. We got an update on the numbers. 
official numbers. This is just a side note. Putting that the, the TDS, unofficial official the unofficial numbers. official numbers. Um, currently, according to BNONews.com, that's just a little bit of attribution. You know, they 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 put together this fantastic website. You go to BNONews.com. They have uh, the first thing the the first headline that they have is a map. Um, click on that. They have a breakdown by province in China and then outside of China deaths. Uh, the number of cases, notes where it shows how many critical, how many recovered. They have links to sources. Um, shit, I may join their Patreon. This shit is fucking fantastic. Anyway, um, there are currently 34,878 confirmed cases worldwide. Um, the That's the official unofficial number. The... Um, there are 724 uh, fatalities, um, according to uh, BNO News' sources. Okay, what I'm we, funny what about that. Yeah, no. it, is the, uh, it is the funny Mitt Ryan memes that I'm showing you. Yeah. Um, okay, so then the next stage after the homophobia, xenophobia, you know, racist and all that. All that. The next stage after that. Pussy hats. Pussy hats. Uh, I wasn't going to say pussy hats, but that is actually less TDS than what I was going to say, so that's perfect. Well, what were you going to say? I was I was going to say <clears throat> um, people who say he's dangerous and that... Uh, that oh, he's an actual threat to the like country? That's actual, way up there. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. way higher. That he's an actual yeah, threat. Pussy hats are... Are uh, our first right? Yeah, yeah. If you put on a pussy hat, you have Trump derangement system. Right, a pink pussy hat. Yeah. Um, and then they walk around Midtown Manhattan and Washington D.C. and they yeah. scream how uh, Trump just wants to grab everyone by the pussy. Yeah. Right. No matter if they were naturally a man or not. Yeah, my pussy, my rights. Mm-hmm. I believe was the chant at one of the the rallies. So yeah, that's a level. Right, so then the next stage above pussy hats would be attending a pussy hat rally and screaming at the sky sky while you're on your knees. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, just screaming at the sky uh, is definitely... Did you see the video of the guy at... um? He's at a university. I don't remember the name, so I'm not just going to throw a university name out there. Um, he's calling for, uh, he was screaming at the top of his lungs about how he would slash every Republican's throat. Oh, I did see that guy. Yeah, yeah. That was at, um, what college was that? I, you wouldn't see? I don't, I don't know. No, no, I don't remember. Uh, I believe it was out, I want to say it was out west, probably someplace in Florida. I don't want, uh, uh California, I mean. Florida. <laughs> it's down south. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to say Berkeley. I don't no, think I think Berkeley. that was too obvious. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I don't remember the college. Okay, anyway, but yeah, he was he was just yelling at um, at uh, college Republicans, saying that he was gonna he was gonna slit Republicans' throats and yeah, nothing death happened. to fascists, death to fascists, death to all Republicans. Yeah, gonna slit their throats and um, some girl just says, "Have a nice day." Yeah, and he and he walks away. Yeah, I think the next level up might actually be cancel culture. After if, pussy hats? Yeah, if you cancel people hmm. for saying words. Hmm. Do you think 
cancel culture goes below pussy hats or no. above pussy well, hats? Hmm. Because hmm. cancel culture is just like you're on social media. No, you because you actually if, attend. If any. you're if you're canceling people, then you're fucking with their money and you're fucking with their livelihood. No, if if you're canceling people, then you're uh, then you're not about to attend a pussy hat rally because you would cancel those people because they were extremists to you, or right. they 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 make you feel a certain way. Right, that makes total sense. Yeah. So if you you have to be past the pussy hat. To be a canceler. Because you don't want to cancel yourself. You want to cancel the people you disagree with. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say after cancel culture. Uh, was that four? I believe that was four. Yeah. Uh, Trump is a bad guy. You know, phobias. Phobias. Pussy hats? Pussy hats. Cancel culture. Cancel culture. Um, down on your knees screaming at the sky. No, I mean, if if we were gonna, if we were gonna, this would be like stage five Trump derangement syndrome. Like you're not gonna make it. Mm-hmm. Like you'll never, ever come back from this. Oh, I got a good one. Uh, the chicks that go on dating apps and post that if you're a Trump supporter, swipe left. That. Oh, I haven't yeah. experienced that. Yeah, no, you haven't. I have. Um, that that's a part of uh, that might be a part of cancel culture. That might be stage four. Yeah, you think it's they're stage just four? looking to cancel you. I know why you're single, ladies. Because um, that actually matters to you. Dudes, um, they don't want to date chicks who yell at them for being a man. Just like you wouldn't want to date a man that yells at you for being a chick. Yeah. Yeah, nobody nobody likes that. So if you have, um, if your main picture on your profile is you at an anti-Trump rally... Uh, that says grab him by the pussy. Yeah, and you, you have green. You have stage four TDS. And you have green, pink, and purple hair with a inverted pentagram on your forehead. Um, you're probably nobody is probably gonna swipe right on you. Yeah, probably not. No. Um, also, you wouldn't want people to swipe right on you because you're way left. Yeah. So anything left right, is a compliment. Uh, yeah. Anything right. Is bad to you. Yeah. Um, if you're putting that shit on a dating profile. Yeah. Um, you're a fucking whack job. Yeah. No, nobody's gonna nobody's yeah. gonna wanna like you. Um, unless they're a beta cuck. Well. Male. Yeah. Bare, barely any male. Um, but anyway. After the, um, after cancel culture. Stage, stage five TDS. I mean, you gotta, you gotta be pretty... <laughs> Pretty fucking. Uh, you got one. What's her name? Bet uh, Milder. Joy Behar. Oh, J- Joe yeah. Behar. We'll just call it The View. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you would yeah. fit in yeah. on the cast of The View, you have stage five. TDS. If you could sit at the TDS table, if you can actually watch an entire episode of The View, and then when it's over, say, "Wow, that was good." You have stage five TDS. If you feel uplifted after watching The View. You have stage five TDS. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Bet. Bet. If you don't have a headache after watching the view, you might have stage five TDS. Bet Midler, Milder, Mildew, Midler, whatever. Mildew. No. Midler. Um. Bet Midler. Did you see her tweet? Which one? With the um. He pinned this. He means it. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. The Trump uh, twenty eighty four. Yeah. For everybody. For anyone who hasn't seen that tweet. 
one, I feel bad for you. And two, it's not the first time he's actually used it, but he pinned it to his Twitter profile. And it's the one of Trump campaign signs every four years from now until eternity. It says Trump 2020, Trump 2024, Trump 2028, Trump 2032, and so on. Up to like Trump, I think, 2084. And the left is so unhinged. They think he actually like he. They actually think he planning, actually means it, and he's plans, planning a uh, hereditative monarchy. Not hereditary only monarchy. not only do they think that this guy is planning on um, being president until he no longer lives on this earth, they think that he actually can keep himself alive for eternity. Like I've I've seen conspiracies that like he's got the. Um, he's got the military working on some kind of robot chip to <laughs> replace his heart and brain so, so that, that he, he can't run die. for president yeah. for eternity. Yeah. Um, or just be cat crown, crown king. I mean, these people are fucking nuts. It, how about this? If you like that tweet, you might have stage 5 <laughs> TDS. Stage 5 TDS. <laughs> if you... If you like Ben Miller's tweet. If you tweet. liked it in all honesty as opposed to liking it because you were laughing at it um, at... Uh, Bet Milder, Mid Mildu, Bet Mildu, um, then you have stage five TDS. Yeah, yeah. So if 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 you watch the view on a regular basis, you have stage five TDS. And you think that Bet Mildu is a honest to god, uh, common political commentator? Yeah. Then yeah. you may you have stage five TDS, hundred percent. Stage five TDS, without a doubt. Which requires uh, stricter quarantine than uh, the coronavirus. coronavirus. Yeah, right. it does. Than the, than the Kung flu. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're probably going to do at Epstein Island. Just take all the stage 3 TDS um, patients and hire and just stick them on Epstein Island. Right, because if you're at stage 2... There's hope for you. Yes. You could still be... You could, There's you hope for you. You may still you're, be cured. Odds are you're just a megaphone of mainstream media at stage 2. Right, you stage, get your you get your news from Stephen Colbert. Yeah, stage three, you're putting on the pussy hat. It might not be much coming back for you. Right. I mean, if you're canceling people at stage four, there's definitely no coming back for you. And if you're watching The View, you might need to be put down. Your hair turns magenta at stage three. Once yeah. your hair turns, uh, <laughs> turns, turns, you cyan, evolve like a Pokemon. Kion, right? Cyan. Cyan. Sad a fuck. Do you say that color name? Cyan. Cyan. Yeah. I always thought it was cayenne. Like That's cayenne pepper. pepper? That's, That's pepper. pepper. Okay. Cyan. Um, uh, if you, you if your hair turns cyan, yeah. you, um, you're at stage yeah. three, stage three TDS. Yeah. Yeah, you, you evolve like a Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. I actually um, I actually wanted to go into the, uh, the New Way Forward Act that... It, it's amazing to me how this is just um, just coming out now. Um, meanwhile, it was actually presented as a bill way back at the beginning of December. Right, because I'm seeing 116th Congress first session. So that would be way back there. It was December 10th that this right. actually came out. Mm-hmm. So uh, we haven't heard about it. I mean, I guess, you know, the news cycle has been pretty busy with the impeachment hoax. Um, but, I mean, this is this is something that should be getting talked about. But I guess now that the House and the Senate really have nothing else to do, I guess it's getting a little bit, you know, it's getting resurfaced. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine. Um, 
So it seems to be at this very moment. Uh, it is in the. It's referred to the Subcommittee on Immigration and Citizenship as of 1-30-2020. As of January 30th. Let's see. All actions. Uh, yeah. Referred to the House Committee on the Judiciary on uh, December 12th. Introducing the House in on uh, December 10th, 2019. Referred to the House Committee on the Judiciary on December 10th of 2019. Um, there are a few things in here that are very eye-popping. More than a few. I mean, we, I haven't really looked at it. Um, I just found out about it maybe a day or two ago. Um. But we've been skimming. Yeah. And we, we're going to go over, we're going to go through this thing. And it's available, obviously, as all bills are on congress.gov. It's HR 5383. Um. If you want to look at it for yourself, it's really not that long. This is no Gang of Eight bill. This is, uh, what was the Gang of Eight? Like a thousand pages? Yeah. Yeah, th- this is definitely no Gang of Eight bill. But um, you should go take a look at it. But we'll skim it now. Um, starting right at Title One, which uh, they want to end mandatory detention and require probable cause for arrest. Um, phasing out. Phasing out of uh, private for-profit detention facilities and use of jails. Right, which, to be perfectly honest, I don't think jails or detention facilities should be for-profit. They could be private, non-profit. Um, but for-profit jails, personally, as... Like, yeah, but all private, non-profit also is just... Uh... It, it, it it's it's all um, screaming tax loopholes. Right, right, right. Exactly. It's uh, it's just a way to get around things. Yeah. Um. So I like I like public when it comes to law and order. Um. When it comes to the criminal justice system, but so let's let's go through this a little bit. Take the reins. Let's see let's see where we end up. Um. Section 102 here is procedures for detaining aliens. Um, arrest, detention, and release. On a warrant issued by an immigration judge or pursuant to Section 287A2, the Secretary of Homeland Security may arrest an alien and, in accordance with this section, may, pending a decision on whether the alien is to be removed from the United States, detain the alien, release the alien, on bond, subject to conditions, or on the alien's own recognizance. Okay, so they want they want to amend. Uh, Eight USC twelve twenty six. Um. They want to amend it by striking subject subsections A through C of the following. Which would be the arrest, detention, and release. Um, B would be custody of bond determinations. Uh, Not later than 48 hours after taking an alien into custody, the Secretary of Homeland Security shall make an initial custody determination with regard to that alien. So that's pretty much... um, That was always a protection for pretty much anybody um, 
under the jurisdiction of the U.S. Constitution uh, to actually know what they're being charged with. So police could detain you for up to 48 hours. After 48 hours, if you're not actually charged with something, they have to release you by law. So they want to strike this out um, for alien for for illegal aliens and uh, replace it with probably something that says they cannot detain. Period. Yeah. So instead of waiting the 48 hours, you have to tell me right off the bat. Uh, right. Exactly. Otherwise, you got nothing. Exactly. I mean, that's fair. I would say... I mean, if you have probable cause, what's the problem just saying it? Right, exactly. The probable the probable cause being that they have a, they have a detainer. If they're going after somebody, they're going to have a detainer for this individual. Um, you would assume. Right. Knowing that they're in the country illegally, knowing that they skipped out on a visa, knowing that they crossed the borders, something like that. Uh, they're going to have the probable cause. This person crossed the border approximately this time to this time, or... This person's uh, uh, permanent resident uh, visa card uh, expired at this time, and they did not remove voluntarily remove themselves from the country, and yada yada yada. Uh, so, moving forward, I'm, what else? I'm interested in the exception to this. Okay. This section shall not apply to an unaccompanied alien child of of the Homeland Security Act of 2002. Such an alien shall be transferred to the custody of the Secretary of Health and Human Services. Okay. So, unaccompanied children would get sent to Health and Human Services, but children who are with family will not be separated. That's basically what this is saying. Right, right. Which, um, um, I'm curious as to what they define as unaccompanied children are they talking about children that Yeah, because you very rarely hear about children coming over by themselves by themselves they're usually they might not be with a parent yeah but they're with an adult that could they could classify that as unaccompanied if they're coming over with a coyote or they're coming over with non-family individuals. There's no way to determine whether or not they're family or not. These people don't have identification. They may not have identification, but they could always do a DNA test. They, they could. could do blood tests and and all that. Can I be honest with you? I don't want you to. Right. I don't want my tax dollars going to that. Yeah, I don't care just, whether they're related or not. They shouldn't be here. Exactly. Um, no, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, there are... There are times when they do do DNA tests in order to determine whether or not a, uh, a child who's being claimed by somebody as being a relative is or is not. Um, like if, if they come over with somebody and this person says, oh, that's my son. And, you know, the kid is clearly either distraught or there's, there's something going on they could do like a DNA test and see if the, the kid is actually related. Um... To that individual. So, unaccompanied could mean coming over with a coyote, I believe. Or non-family members. I mean, if it's a known trafficker. Right. Then I get it. But if it's somebody who's not uh, who's not known to, the, to Homeland Security or Border Patrol, then I mean, there's no way to determine I am it. assuming they're not... They're, in this section, they're not talking about children who are already in custody. 
Because children who are already in custody are already in their, for lack of a better term, assigned spaces. You know, under the under the um, under the supervision of what was that health? health oh yeah, thing? this is for as they catch them. Right, as yeah. they catch them, exactly. Um, I'm 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 also interested here in um, in their special rule for vulnerable persons and primary caregivers. Um, mostly because of what they define as vulnerable people. So they're defining, and you can read this for yourself, they're defining vulnerable persons as individuals who are under 21 or over 60 years of age. Okay. Um, I would make that under 18, but that's fine. Pregnant. Is pregnant. Identifies as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or intersex. We'll come back to that. Is a victim or witness of a crime. I mean, coming here illegally is a crime. So they're a perpetrator of a crime. But whatever, they didn't mention perpetrator. Uh, Has filed a non-frivolous civil rights claim in federal or state court. Get ready for the slip and fall waters. Yeah. Um, has a serious mental or physical illness or disability. So everybody's just, just going to claim just, illness. I could I could just see the um, the uh, Actors Actors Guild Awards being handed out. On the oh, at the border. Yeah, yeah, at the border. Um, has been determined by an asylum officer in an interview conducted to have a credible fear of persecution or a reasonable fear of persecution. Under section 208.31 or 241.8 section E of title 8 Code of Federal Regulations. Yada yada yada. Has limited English language proficiency and has not provided access to appropriate and meaningful language services in a timely fashion. So basically if they are if there's a backlog, let's just say they catch 50,000 people in a month. I mean, that's an astronomical number. But let's just say they catch... There's there's a huge wave of people coming. They catch 50,000 people in a month. Um, people who are caught last are going to be served last. We only have a limited number of, you know, translators and all that. Are they... Are they going to be allowed to stay because the ice is backlogged? What I don't understand is these determinations are to be made no later than 48 hours after taking an alien into custody. Okay. Okay, so that is so, the equivalent of China. Okay. Just 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 bear with me. That's the equivalent of China. Um Thursday night their time, meaning yesterday night, they told all the hospitals in the main city of Wuhan to test over 40,000 people for the virus. In one night. In one night. In one in one day by the end of Friday. So it's already Saturday there. We're recording this on Friday. It's already Saturday there. They should have already had all like, oh God, 40 to whatever thousand to 20,000 20, people that were suspected. I believe suspected cases are up to uh, 27,000, something like that. Uh, that are already not confirmed. They wanted those people to be tested when they already have a shortage of kits. So basically, if you just replace China 
with the U.S. and virus with immigrants, um, illegal immigrants coming over the border, it's not going to be able to happen. 48 hours? No, you have to get each one of these aliens that you're taking into custody um, appropriate and meaningful language services in a timely fashion. So that means that means if you have one interpreter for... You can't have one interpreter for a group of 50 aliens because then a judge will just deem that inappropriate. Right. Or ineffective. Yeah. So... I mean, ICE will find a loophole to it. They're not going to allow this to happen. They're not going to allow themselves to backlog where they can't meet these requirements. Listen, should this bill ever make it through the Senate, which it won't. But they won't, um, they wouldn't allow this to happen. So what's ICE going to do? It's going to slow down the procedure of actually detaining aliens. Right. So they can't go round up 50 of them at a time. Because then they're not going to be able to provide that number with a uh, with adequate and timely language services. There's more. There's so much more here. Determined the, by uh, an immigration officer. Are you going to read that one? Uh, sec- uh, Article I? Yeah. Yeah. Has been determined by an immigration judge or the Secretary of Homeland Security to be experiencing severe trauma or to be a survivor of torture or gender-based violence. Only gender-based. Based on information obtained during intake from the alien's attorney or legal service provider, or through credible self-reporting. So, getting detained by ICE, I would imagine, is a traumatizing experience. (laughs) In and of itself. Okay, because you've been here God knows how long now, all of a sudden, you know... Knock on your door. Severe we're rounding trauma, you up. Severe trauma. Also, let's just say they catch these people coming over the border. Severe trauma is walking dozens of miles through the desert. Yeah, you could ha- you could be severely ill after you walk through the desert for that long. It, it just, I mean, through credible self-reporting, who's going to determine whether or not the self-reporting is credible or not? They're not keeping records over there. Um, especially in cartel zones and things like that. These crimes aren't being reported. Let's just say somebody is, in fact, a victim of a crime or isn't a victim of a crime. And they just say they are. And they say that they are. Right. Because these people are all going to know. They're going to know inside their inner circles. You know, listen, if ICE ever comes and picks you up, just say X, Y, and Z, and they can't detain you. Like, let's just say I got a finger cut off. The cartels cut my finger off. Or, Or rather, okay, let me... Try that again. Just say you were no, kidnapped say, or whatever yeah, the case. Yeah, Nobody let's knows. just say I already have a finger missing because of some accident. I was working someplace and there was an accident and my finger got cut off. I could just cross over to the U.S. and say the cartels cut off my finger you don't even and I'm need escaping. A, you don't even some, need a physical injury. Right, but that'll, that'll, that could get through the loophole making it a credible Anything self-report. Can. Anything can. Who's going to determine whether or not a self-report is credible? True. I mean, look at look at Christine Blasey Ford or whatever the hell her name was. She's over here accusing Brett Kavanaugh of uh, misconduct or whatever the fuck that bullshit was. Okay? We went through a whole fucking process. Weeks and weeks and months. All because nobody wanted to say that this bitch was full of shit. 
So who's going to determine whether or not an elite... You have 48 hours to make this determination according to this fucking thing. There's no credible investigation that's going to be able to... There's no investigation. You're not going to be able to do anything. The the, the person tied. The person taking the report is just going to make it whatever box I check. Like... Your hands are going to be fucking tied. There's going to be no way to determine whether or not somebody telling you, um, oh no, don't send me back. They'll kidnap me again. All right, I guess we got to keep him here. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Like, got to keep him here now. Through credible self-reporting. Okay, great. That's just brilliant. I mean, and then to even say that a vulnerable person is somebody who identifies... As lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or intersex. I thought these were these were people that we were deeming as equals to everybody else. And now they're special victims. Now they're spe- now they're victims? Now they're vulnerable? I don't really understand what you're trying to say there. So listen, even if you don't even if you get scooped up by ice and you don't want to you don't want to even say that you've experienced gender-based violence or you're a survivor of torture or you're traumatized. Just say you're gay. There you go. I'm gay. You could you could legitimately come out. Who's and everybody's gonna be doing it, nobody's gonna look down on you. Who the fuck is gonna argue with you? Yeah. I'm gay. No you're not. What? Yeah I am, bro. Pull down your pants. This is so fucking stupid it hurts my head. You know, we, we 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 go on and we look at these bills and a lot of this stuff is just completely mind boggling. Um we're sitting here thinking of all these all these loopholes things people could say. These people who are claiming these loopholes already know what they're gonna say in every sort of circumstance. They know exactly what they're going to do. They know exactly how to uh, get through loopholes. And we're just making it easier for them. Pretty much. We're giving them the blueprint on how to not get sent back. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this is. Mm -hmm. We're saying, if you get caught by ISIS, do this. And you'll be home. If you get caught by ICE. (laughs) Do this, and you'll be home in time for dinner. Well, if you get caught by ice, then that would be severe trauma. And yeah, I- ISIS, ISIS, ISIS would be severe trauma. Yeah, but ISIS doesn't exist anymore because our president's the best. Yeah, destroyed it. Yeah, I mean, just looking through the through the rest of this thing here. Um, I mean, the other titles are are more internal. I mean, t- Title One is really what stuck out to me. Um, in this whole thing, just because uh, it it basically grants freedom to illegal aliens. It, it basically says ICE has no power over these people, and it doesn't matter if you committed any crime or. Um, but wait, I see. Um, right, right here. It's it actually says something. Uh, where was it? Uh, uh, alien may only be detained after the removal period. 
upon a showing by the government that the alien poses a risk to the safety of an individual or the community, which may only be established based on credible and individualized information that establishes objective risk factors and may not be established based only on the fact that the alien has been charged with. There it is. There it is. It may not be established based only on the fact that the alien has been charged with or is suspected of a crime. Read that one more time. Here it comes. The a- Okay. An alien may only be detained after the removal period upon a showing by the government that the alien poses a risk to the safety of an individual or the community, which may only be established based on the credible and individualized information that establishes objective risk factors and may not be established based only on the fact that the alien has been charged with or is suspected of a crime. So if an illegal alien is charged with or is suspected of committing a crime, that is not enough evidence for the alien um, to, be to be detained after the removal period. So that would mean that the alien is sent back into the community. Right. That is not... If an illegal alien goes and robs a store, so you can't somebody. Based on this, you can't even use the fact that an illegal alien is has been charged with a crime. You can't even use that as an example to determine that that person would pose a risk to an individual or a community. Right. What bigger risk factor would there be than somebody charged charged with a crime? What could you, I mean, what, what, unless somebody's actively murdering people, um, what bigger, what better risk factor to propose to a judge, uh, for detainment than an individual being is, is currently charged with a crime. They're making it literally impossible to keep these, deport anybody. Right. That's, well, that's their goal. They're making it impossible. They're saying you can do it, but all this has to happen. And it's never going to happen. I mean, this is crazy shit. So it's not enough that somebody commits an actual crime. That's not enough. Is it safe to say we've added another level of TDS? This is level 6 or level 5.5 Trump derangement syndrome. It might be. It might be where you think, uh, I, I don't even know what to make of this, honestly. This is just so preposterous. Where you're so against the policies that Trump is for that you will sacrifice your entire nation for it. That sounds like, tr- and you're in a power to, d- you're in power to do it. You're in a place of power to do it. In the neighborhood, and I don't know where a lot of people listening to us live. I don't know their situations. Uh, I'm not going to make any determinations, you know, that they're one thing or the other or, you know, one way or the other just because they listen to us. I don't know how real any of this stuff is. I don't know if, you know, there are illegal aliens in their community or their neighborhood or whatever the case may be. So I don't know how much this directly affects anybody listening. In our neighborhood, there are factually illegal aliens we visibly see them we interact with them some of them are decent people 
Some of them are scumbags. Some just, of them... J- just two days ago, or yesterday... I was just going to... Just yesterday, there was an incident down the block from where we live, less than a mile away, of an ice raid that ended with gunfire. Mm-hmm. These people are close to us. They are illegal in the fact that they are living in this country illegally. And they possess illegal weapons. Because even if they wanted to get a legal weapon, they couldn't because they're not a legal citizen. So what happened was, um, there was something to do with uh, a vehicle with plates and all this sort of stuff. Uh, and ICE agents tried to apprehend a male. This male and another subject fought with the ICE agents. One of the males punched an ICE agent in the face, which caused the ICE agent to draw his weapon and hold the male at gunpoint. In the meantime, the male who was being held at gunpoint told the other male, go grab the gun. From what I hear, the male who was being held at gunpoint reached into his into his pockets or his waistband, and thus, after being ordered to stop reaching, stop reaching, stop reaching, he was shot. Yeah, that'll do it. He, he survived. <clears throat> he was shot in the fucking face, but he survived. Um... And the other subject barricaded themselves until NYPD emergency service unit could get him out. Barricaded himself inside the apartment. Yeah, so once it became that real to that level, that it was that close to home, I mean, shit like this affects us. Yeah. Shit like this is real. It happens on an everyday basis. And you know what? Thank you, ICE, for getting these pieces of shit out of our fucking neighborhood. Because... Um, it could have been... There are schools here. There is a school right there. There's a school in between. Um, there are two schools on either side of that house in question. Yeah. They two elementary right in between schools. two schools. One is a K, th- K through K through five. The other one is... They got... Uh, I think it's K through eight. It's, yeah, that one, yeah. One school so is K three through schools. eight. And then a junior high school. Yes. Yeah. That is right near the K through 8. Yeah. Exactly. The other school is a pre-K through 5th grade. Mm-hmm. Um, there are young kids. This happened at 8 something in the morning, right? When kids were, they were either walking being school, yeah. dropped off, walking to school. Who knows? These these nutjobs, go grab your gun. No, fucking surrender. You're done, mm-hmm. dude. Like, you're done. Um. What if these guys had gotten into an argument over a fucking parking space or something stupid like the fucking garbage on the sidewalk? Like, what if they what if they got into an argument with somebody else and just murdered somebody? Yeah. And a kid got caught in the crossfire. Um. Thank God there wasn't a gunfight. Yeah, legitimate gunfight. Right. Um. That was it. Was the ICE agent defending himself? Yeah. It was just one shot down. Thank God. Um. I mean, you know what? Human life. Thank God he survived. Thank God he'll be able to. Uh, uh, service punishment. No. Sorry. Requesting 
requesting your accomplice to go get the gun? Well, no, no, I'm I'm happy he survived so that he could serve out his punishment. I'm not. I don't. I don't want to pay for that. Well, if he's deported, Mexico's going to pay for that. If he's deported, or wherever he's from, if if he's deported, he's just going to go about living a normal life. He's not going to be charged with any crime without a lower jaw. Um. So. I I I personally feel like the serving the time is uh, harder than. Being killed, a hundred percent it is, but it's at an ex- there's an expense attached to that. True. There's an expense attached to that, and I don't. Um, I really don't appreciate my tax dollars going toward feeding and clothing and bathing this human piece of shit. Bottom line for me is, if you're an illegal alien in the United States, came here for a better life, whatever the case may be, whatever, however you justify it. Um, if ice comes for you, just don't fucking fight. No. Cause you're putting, you're, what, you're like, gonna get, an, you're gonna be given an attorney and that attorney is going to go to bat for you. Right. Um. Which we're paying for that attorney also. Yeah. But that's fine. Um, by fighting, what you're doing is you're turning, um, Hearts and minds away from your own cause. Yeah. So stop fucking fighting because the more that you fight and the more that people see that law enforcement officers are getting hurt or encountering people who were who were um who were fighting, um that's when public opinion is gonna turn more and more. Yeah. Against you. Right. Exactly. So just just comply and you won't get shot in the face. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've uh, I've never been shot in the face because I've always complied. Right. Um, but and definitely uh, go never on. Reached. Yeah, never reached. Also, because I've never had anything to reach for. But uh, true. Definitely go on Congress.gov. Look up HR fifty three eighty three and uh, have a look at this thing for yourself. Because um, I I think more than anything, it's uh, it's important. Uh, this isn't going to make it um, through the Senate. This will never get passed. But it's important. For everybody to know what the people who are getting elected to government are spending their time doing. And a lot of them are spending their time degrading the country. Working on bills to degrade the country. Yeah, with bullshit like this. I mean, I... I, Thankfully, the president actually passed his uh, Medical Transparency Act that goes into effect in 2021. Um, Somebody's working for us, at least. Uh So, that's good to know. Which is great news. Yeah. Thank God. All right. So at this point, I think we're going to rein it in, wrap it up. Yeah, I think we can uh, I think we can pull her in here. Uh, we really, truly appreciate everybody who listens to this podcast. It's a labor of love for the both of us. Um, if you'd like to get involved in that labor of love with us, you could uh, follow us at uh, on Twitter at... Our public restore. That's R, P U B L I C R E S T O R E D, and on Instagram at Republic Restored. Uh, like I said, we really appreciate you guys listening. Till next time, I'm Joe. That's Ant. Yeah, and uh, I I want to thank everybody again. Last week we celebrated three thousand uh, three thousand followers on Twitter, and um, 
tonight we're celebrating 3500 so yeah uh, buddy I, you know it's it's not a lot in the grand scheme of things but for for us that are basically doing this in between our jobs and uh our and schedules and yeah, I'm, yeah. Um, we appreciate all the all the love and support but uh until next time uh thanks for listening and the best part about a podcast is you can't rip this in half so uh take care everybody I saw her today at the reception A glass of wine in her hand I knew she was gonna meet her connection At her feet was a footloose man You can't always get what you want can't always get what you want You can't always get what you want But if you try sometimes You might find A man, did he look pretty ill? I said to him, you can't always get what you want You can't always get what you want You can't always get what you want But if you try sometimes, it just might find Do not.